Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Tuesday morning. Hope everybody slept well and had a good evening last night and ready to start this new day in the right direction. Appreciate y'all tuning in and supporting this ministry each and every morning. I just want to say good morning to Angel Dixon, Darlene Barker, Tracy Little, uh, Brandy Boyd Young, and Jennifer Honeycutt. So appreciate you all tuning in this morning and uh, get for our morning devotions and sorry i uh, haven't been able to do these last couple of weeks uh, i've just really been sick still trying to fight whatever this is i've got uh, i uh, i still wonder if it's a the booster shot that i got that aggravated something in my immune system but i am uh, really just i can't put words how exhausted i am and uh, just how bad and yucky I feel. I don't know how to describe it, but uh, oh well, well, at least I still got my incredibly good looks, and that's all that matters. So <laughs> no, I'm joking. Let's go ahead and look at our uh, morning, I mean, look at, let's do our morning Pledge of Allegiance, if we may. Let me go ahead and bring this up here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We do live in the greatest country. There's no doubt about that. That's why so many people are um, killing themselves, trying to get in to, uh, to seek asylum here, no matter whether it's legal or illegal. So there's a reason why people want to be here so badly. But uh, I tell you what, guys and gals, it's... Um, I don't know about you all, but I've had about a belly full of uh, of uh, Brandon and his uh, <laughs> let's go Brandon and his his uh, uh, crew of uh, misfits there. Uh, you know they're talking about. I'm just uh, you know <laughs> they're wanting to shut everything down again and force everybody to wear a stupid mask again because of this Omicron variant. And they said that if you do get it, you know, it's very mild, no worse than any cold. Uh, you know, and they even said you need to be flu tested before you even do the other. And uh, it's just, you know, it, it's not that I don't think this virus is real. I don't care if you wear a stupid mask 24 hours a day, sleep in a mask, have at it. But don't force me or anybody else to have to wear one. If you want to get a shot, get it. If you don't, don't get it. I don't care. It's no skin off my nose. I care less what you do. The reason why I got the stupid shot is because my, obviously, where I stay sick so much, I had to because, well, I didn't have to, but I, I felt like I needed to uh, because I keep a lot of, uh, not uncommon for me to have pneumonia, the flu, bronchitis, at least two, three, four times a year. I just, I don't have a good immune system. I'm in that high risk category. And I know what it's like to feel like, I know what it's like to suffocate. I mean, I, when I was a kid, I had to spend uh, weeks at a time in an oxygen tent. I know what it's like to suffocate. So I would rather die from the shot than, than laying in a hospital bed uh, suffocating. So that was my choice, and that's what it should be, everybody's choice. And uh, I don't like anything being forced on us, and that's one thing that just, just really gets under my skin and just really getting tired of it. And uh, the government don't want to let you, you guys to get used to the fact the government's not going to let this virus go. They're going to constantly try to use this uh, for power and control. And uh, on top of that, this, this poor Rittenhouse kid, you know, here this boy defended himself. Here he, uh, these, against these attackers who would have killed him had he not responded the way that he did. And you and get this now, on campus, uh, Arkansas State University, on campus they actually have an organization 
students for socialism. You believe that? I mean, it shows the the ignorance and the stupidity of these snowflake crybabies that they actually have a group for socialism. Apparently, they've never read a history book or understood what happens when socialism was put into place. And because that this cancel culture, when they cry and 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 throw a little tantrum on the ground they always get their way and, and so they're now you know he can't even uh, be lucky if he gets to go to school anywhere because of these babies who have no understanding of what's going on and want to call him a white supremacist but get this now the black guy who ran through the crowd all right uh, in the parade and, and killed some, uh, what five people six people they said he was a, a self-proclaimed racist but you won't hear that in the news <laughs> so blows my mind. if it's a white guy you're racist but if you're black apparently uh you're not a racist it just it's just it is mind-boggling uh to say the least but you know uh, you can't help about the thing about the macarthur hearings and and how they was trying to weed out communists and socialists and now we've got people actually for it and wanting it it's just, uh, it's, it's mind-boggling, uh, to say the least. And then, um, oh, I was going to tell you something, uh, something else I was watching. Um, oh, the, uh, uh, then there's this, uh, you know, of course, we know the, the, the Q, Qunan or whatever you call Quainan, whatever you call him. Uh, you know, the shaman, the guy that would look like uh, he had uh, the buffalo helmet head on there, went to the uh, uh, White House when he was doing the protest, of course, the liberal media say it's a it was a an insurrection, which we all know is a bunch of baloney. Nothing we further from the truth. The guy walked through there smiling. You know, I don't think he's a nut. Yeah, but he walked through there smiling. Gets uh, what three years, four years in prison, and yet they show another individual who went into a Republican senator's office or tried to get into his office with an axe. Here he took the axe and busted down the door. He was arrested. And only gets not only does he only get probation, but they give his acts back to him. It just the the amount of double standard between a liberal and a conservative is just it's it's no wonder people are about this close to being on the verge of war and fighting. It's it, it's getting nauseating that if you're a Republican, you will be demonized and you will be chastised and you will be rebuked and you will have to suffer major consequences. But if you are a liberal, slap on the wrist. Show that little punk smiling on there, said he's part of Antifa. And I'll be honest with you, I know this may not be the pastorly thing to say, but I wish that uh, it would make hunting season on Antifa. That would nothing make me happier. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. All right, let's look at our verse of interest this morning. Let's see here. Let's also uh, Mike Hansen, good morning. And uh, Rusty, appreciate you tuning in this morning. And, uh, yeah, rest of the people are supporting the criminals. They pick evil over good. No doubt. That's for exactly right. Verse this morning, Philippians 2, 3 through 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interest of others. All right. Praise God for that. Uh, wonderful verse this morning. Uh, I was reading this morning. Uh, when I was trying to uh, look figure out what we were going to talk on, and I uh, read this little illustration here. This is an it was an ad in the Lawrence, Kansas Journal, all right, Journal World, uh, and uh, this is from Reader's Digest, a 1985 edition. This says, "We will oil your sewing machine and adjust the tension in your home for only a dollar." Now, one thing that it was talking about here said, "Who cares if they oil the sewing machine?" 
if someone could adjust the tension in our homes, we'd gladly pay a hundred dollars. You know, with the holidays, and uh, you know, sometimes uh, it'd be nice if somebody could come in and adjust the tension in our homes, uh, whether. Uh, you're just uh, living with your significant other or uh, going to family get-togethers. Uh, sometimes there can be some major tension. And, you know, that's one thing we look at this, this verse here, or verses rather, in Philippians 2 3, 4, through 4. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. You know, we are uh, inherently selfish people. You know, if you notice, that's one thing that uh, the Bible doesn't ever uh, talk about is about low self-esteem. You know, a lot of times uh, people say, well, I have low self-esteem. And, you know, and, and, you know, they will listen to self-help tapes of you're great, you're wonderful, you can be the best you that you can be today. But, uh, uh, you know, but the Bible doesn't talk about low self-esteem. In fact, it talks about the opposite is that we are inherently selfish people. And, the, and our problem is we think too highly of ourselves. Uh, that's our biggest problems is we put ourselves in front of other people and, and particularly in relationships and in marriages and I am guilty of this of not esteeming my wife better than myself of not uh, being selfless in our marriage and uh, it has created problems and I regret that I wish I could uh, go back and do things differently but I think that's a problem with a lot of uh, a lot of marriages is that uh, both people are inherently selfish and they're not willing to put someone else above themselves or above their own needs. You know, it's, uh, you know, when you see, uh, it's nauseating uh, to see young people dating. You know, I remember one time, Dad, when I was, uh, uh, we were up in the office and this is back when we were still doing uh, uh, Wednesday evening meals. I miss doing that, by the way. But uh, we saw this, uh, uh, these kids, uh, well, I'll say kids, they're probably in their early 20s, and they were just lovey-dovey and holding hands and just looking lovingly into each other's eyes. And Dad said, he said, look at this con job. He said, uh, he said you know, he's, he's sitting there looking at this girl, thinks she's so wonderful. He said, the minute they put that ring on that finger, she's like, I got you now, sucker, and it all changes. So, <laughs> you know, uh, rarely do you have a storybook uh, uh, romance uh, that uh, goes to the end of time it's not that you don't love each other to the end of time but everything you thought was wonderful and lovely and adorable you find out real quick after you get married that uh, that person you thought was so loving and wonderful and and sweet becomes a very stubborn individual <laughs> they do have idiosyncrasies that you uh, uh, drives you through the wall and uh, so sometimes the very thing you thought was so sweet could be the very thing that annoys the crap out of you you know and uh, uh, not I'm not downing women I'm, I'm talking about this goes with both sides of the of the, of the spectrum there but uh, because you know uh, and so it's very easy to be uh, self-centered in what you want and not putting their needs above the others. You know, one thing, I was reading something a friend of mine put on Facebook the other day and talking about the sacrifice that women make in marriage. You know, when you look at women, when they get married, they have to change their name. Then they have children. They're usually primarily the one who has to take care of the kids. Doing the cooking, doing the cooking. not on all cases. Now there's you know that uh, there's a lot of men out there who uh, who do the cooking, cleaning as well. But traditionally, that's how it is. They're the ones that are usually trying to support and encourage 
their husbands. And so you, you look at the great sacrifices uh, that women make in a relationship, and yet us men can be very selfish and self-centered in our treatment of uh, our wonderful ladies in our lives. And uh, so not only in marital situations, uh, in dating situations, but in the in the broad span of dealing with other people in general, uh, we need to esteem others better than ourselves. You know, we look at this again in two, three through four. Do nothing from selfish conceit, but in humility. I remember humility. Humble ourselves. See, that's one thing it's hard to do when you're selfish and self-centered. It's hard to be humble. Why do you think that God expects us to be humble before Him, to cast away all those things that uh, puff ourselves up, but to come to Christ in all humility? And it's what He's saying here. But in humility. Count others more significant than yourselves. We want to be puffed up. We want to think that we're far better and greater than what we are. We live in a world of such narcissism and vanity. You know, everybody's, you know, the, the, the whole selfie uh, picture thing. The uh, fact that everybody wants a, a video to go viral. You know, uh, you talk to kids today and, and they say, what is your dream? What, is you want, what do you want out of life? And they they, uh, they want to become a, um, uh, what do you call it, um, oh, there's a word for it, um, it's right on the tip of my tongue, where they, um, uh, oh goodness, where they want to be famous on YouTube and social media, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, you get, that, that's, that's their goal, you know, instead of being uh, doctors or lawyers or uh, or to pursue the ministry, you know, and I'm saying that's not true for all young people. It's just, you know, you, it's kind of, it uh, seems like when you see interviews, it's, it's kind of the go-to thing is, is uh, they want to be um, popular on, on uh, social media. And uh, it's kind of a sad thing because of their narcissism, their vanity. They think that's what's going to make them happy. You know, there's so many... Um, Vlogger, yeah, I mean, that's that's another word for it, Rusty. I appreciate it. Uh, influencer, yes, thank you, uh, Jennifer. That's what I was getting at. I uh, uh, was uh, influencer. That's the name I was trying to think of. Thank you. But um, it is, uh, uh, and so you, you see this, uh, this vanity, uh, this promotion of self, and very rarely do we see individuals trying to esteem others better than themselves, to put someone else above your own wants and needs. And uh, I, I try to, to do that. It's not easy uh, to be selfless. It's not easy to put someone else above what you want. Uh, but that's something we're called to do as Christians, is putting someone else's needs above your own. And that doesn't just mean relative, spouses, but this could include, this might mean co-workers. This might mean somebody, a stranger you meet on the street. This might be somebody you don't like. And you think, hey, say, well, hey, if I don't like them, I ain't putting them above myself. Well, then you're not showing a, a spirit of humility before Christ Jesus. It's showing a spirit of humility of what we are called to do, to esteem others better than ourselves. You know, that's one thing as Christians, we have to build each other up. And if you are selfish, you keep building somebody else up if you're too focused on yourself. But it says, as humility can others more secret than yourselves, let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. My friends, that's what we're going to have. We are, you know, in these last days, we are so consumed uh, with uh, self-indulgences. Why do you think that so many churches, if they pre preach peace and prosperity, 
uh, God blessing your pocketbook. Like I say, that's why I have problems with T.D. Jakes and, and some of the, you know, Joyce Myers and some of these other people out there. Of course, you know, I've, I think a woman being a pastor is unbiblical. I think the Word of God, word of God is clear on that. Uh, however, uh, there are teachings out there by Joyce Myers, Beth Moore, T.D. Jakes, uh, some of the you know, uh, old steam, some of these out there. And that's all they're about is blessing your pocketbook. And it's all a big build yourself up uh, pep rally is all that they're about. And God's word is not caring about your pocketbook. He don't care about your self-esteem. What he has cared about is your humility, your love for the Savior, and your love for your neighbor. You know, what is the greatest commandment out there? To love the Lord thy God with all of your heart, soul, mind, body, and being, and to love your neighbor as yourself. That is difficult to do, to love someone else as much as you love you. That is hard to do. And so, my friends, that is an area that we all have to work on. It's an area that we all have to focus on and to uh, put away that pride and to find and seek out that humility and, and pray daily, Lord, help me to esteem others better than myself. And it's something I have to pray each and every day. And it's crucial in a marriage to make it work, to put someone else above what you want and what you need. And it's easy to take each other for granted. And I can sit here and tell you this because I am guilty of those very things. I think that's one reason that me and Brandy uh, began to have trouble because I was taking her for granted and that I wasn't putting her needs and wants above my own. And uh, that wasn't right, and it was wrong. And I have to, I've asked her for forgiveness. I've asked the Lord to forgive me. And uh, all I can do is try to do better uh, from this point forward uh, to try to put her wants and needs above my own and, uh, and try to see what it takes to make her happy, what uh, uh, brings joy to her life, and uh, instead of worrying about what I want and what makes me happy. And so, see, it's, it's tough because, you know, we live in a world where, uh, you know, it's, it's always me, me, me. It's always what makes you happy. Uh, what does your heart tell you kind of baloney that is pushed on us each and every day in, in social media, in television, movies? But the one thing that's for sure, God's Word is telling us, hey, you need to think less of yourself and put others above yourself. And by doing so, we're going to be obedient and we're going to have the light of Jesus shining in us. So, my friends, that's the point. You know, we have to let the light of God shine through us in this world of darkness. And the only way we can do that is put away your selfishness and let's be humble before an almighty God. So make it a point today to uh, esteem others better than yourself, whether it's a spouse, friends, co-workers, parents, whatever it may be, wherever you find yourself, think to yourself, all right, what would make them happy? How can I show humility? How can I show selflessness and not selfishness? And how can I show a spirit of Jesus to those around me? Something, some uh, food for thought, something you might need to pray about today. Let us pray. And Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for this time this morning and this devotion. Lord, I know it's something that I needed, and I hope it's something that others may have needed to have heard as well. Help us, Lord, to be selfless. Help us to be humble. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be true. And, uh, Lord, let us be sincere and pure of heart. And, Lord, let us truly esteem others better than ourselves. Let us be encouragers to our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And, Lord, for all those who are watching this morning, you know their hearts, minds, and needs. And, Lord, I pray that you will be done in their lives. Be with our children and our spouses, all those going to school and work. Your lead guide, which will protect them and a hedge of protection about them. Lord, I do pray for Kathleen Helton and that you continue healing upon her, Patsy Villani. I pray that you bring healing upon her as well as um, uh, Marlene Kellner and uh, Ginger Hood and Troy and Linda David Feathers and Kim Penix. 
there in Dinah Night. And Lord, let's pray that you'll be with us all. Let's all have a safe, fun, and wonderful day today. And let us glorify you in thought, word, and deed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And uh, continue to keep my dad in your prayers. Uh, he said he's doing a little better when I talked to him yesterday. So hopefully he'll continue to be on the mend. Pray for Brandy. She is uh, still really having a rough time. Or Like I said, it's her, or the accident was bad enough, but her MS on top of that. And she's really, really having a rough time. And pray for my health <laughs> that I can finally kick whatever this is that's getting me down here. So hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.